Hello, good morning, good morning. Glad to be with you once again. And I might sing it, sing it, sing it. We are together again. Come praising the Lord. We are together again. With one accord, with one accord, something better is already happening. Something better is in store. We are together again. Come blessing the Lord. Your Father will bless you once again. We are together. Great God, mighty God, a merciful God to share from your word. Help us, O God, with understanding and give us the grace, God, to do your will and to be perfect in your way as we prepare for your coming and as we walk through the path of life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yeah, like I said, uh, I'm very happy to be with you once again. I'm in Carrick Pentecostal Tabernacle, campground here in Virginia, USA, and I'm thanking God for the grace of God for everything we do. Yeah, going straight to what we have today is something that is really, really essential in our pilgrimage work here on earth. Yeah. And that is forgiveness. 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 I don't know whether you've been offended before by someone or deeply hurt. Maybe from a close friend or a loved one or even a stranger. Or it can be a fellow uh, a pilgrim church member, family member, brother, sister, husband, wife, children. It can be a church authority or secular authority in your place of work or in the school. Maybe you've been offended, you've been misunderstood, you've been maltreated, insulted, assaulted, defamed, denied, abused, abased, in fact, uh, people have done sorts of things to you. And it's very hot and it's very painful. And they never cared to say, I'm sorry. They never even, oh, they know what they did. But some of them may not know. But those who know uh, find it hard to say, I am sorry. There might be some who are rejoicing in your pain and your hurt. I have a good news for you. Forgive. Let go and fly. You have a purpose. You have a place you're going. You have a destination. You have a destiny to fulfill. Forgive. Let go and fly on. That's what the Lord commands us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So even if you have suffered uh, such pain and grief, 
the Lord expects you to bring it to him in prayer. He, remember, he is the shepherd of your soul. He himself was abused and offended and maltreated and disregarded and disrespected and denied while he was here on earth. And you know, he's the captain of our salvation, so he knows. He has passed through all this stuff and he is the one to carry us through. Hallelujah. Now, we see in the book of Psalm 86 verse 5, that the Lord himself is the one that forgives us and he expects us to forgive those who have offended us. Okay? In fact, if we read the the book of Colossians chapter 3 from verse 13, that very place say, as Christ has forgiven you, so also forgive those who offend you. Look at the wonderful thing the Lord did for us. He forgave us our sins. And sometimes we fumble and tumble and stumble. He still picks us up from the dust and cleanses us and, you know, restores us. He asks us to forgive those who offended us, even if they don't want to say, I am sorry. Hmm? Luke chapter 6, verse 37. Forgive and you shall be forgiven. That's the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you don't forgive, you ain't going to be forgiven. And you know, uh, in the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6 verse 12, it also says that forgive those, if you forgive those who offend you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. If you don't offend, uh, forgive those who offend you, your heavenly Father will not forgive you. That's the word of God. In fact, I'm going to read also Mark 11, verse 24 to 25. Beloved, this is God's commandment. This is what makes scriptural Christianity, truly born-again Christians, different from people who just practice religion. They forgive. It's a commandment. Because if we don't forgive, we can't make heaven. Heaven has no accommodation, no mansion for any Christian that dies with malice. Any Christian, whoever he is, regardless of ecclesiastical position and power and talent and whatever, who refuses to forgive and dies in unforgiveness cannot see the kingdom of heaven, cannot see God. Also, that's why, that's very, why it's very imperative, it's very important that we must forgive. Even if they don't want to say, I, uh, I'm sorry, uh, I, I have uh, a, a, an incident that happened to me in my younger days as a Christian, uh, maybe two or three years in the Lord, and then that beloved sister offended me. Oh my goodness, it's, a, it's like uh, the kind of gossip you don't know where it comes from. And before you know it, uh, uh, the, the, your Christian integrity and confession which you have protected all the years blows up in the wind because somebody assumed something and took the story around and even people believed her and it's like, oh my goodness, the people's attitudes towards me changed. 
a lot of things was happening. And my beloved, you know, I will never forget this very sister, the other sister that came directly to me. He said, uh, he said brother, this is what I've been hearing going on in, the, in that very church concerning you. And I didn't believe what they were saying. I came to ask you exactly what happened. And you know, I told her, she said, wow, I said so. But why did this sister, why did this sister go around spoiling your name? I was so grieved because this was a sister I so loved. I'm, you know, discipling. I've spent my time and treasure. did deliverance, did everything to make her stand in the faith. And because she presumed something, assumed something, and that was it. The heart was much. I'm speaking this morning to some of us who are in it right now. The heart was so much. It was so much. I cried. I wept. Oh my goodness. I wept and wept and cried for weeks. And then, I'm sorry uh, to say it, I was a younger Christian and I no longer liked her. And when I go into prayer, the Lord was telling me, forgive her. And in fact, if you don't forgive her, malice is going to come into your heart. And malice, malice is just a kind of spiritual poison that goes and it corrodes and it eats up the heart, spiritually and physically. Whenever I see her, I will remove my face in the church. Whenever I see her, oh my God, how can this sister do such to me? And anytime, that's why it's good to go to churches where people preach about hell, pastors preach about repentance, preach about the second coming of the Lord. Because this is the scripture. This is Christianity. Beloved, well, long story short, the Lord began to tell me, if you don't forgive that sister, you ain't going to go in the rapture. Anytime they preach about the second coming of Christ, I would hear a voice that tells me, if you don't forgive that sister, oh my goodness, that I'm going to end up in the flames of hell. I wouldn't be raptured. And I want to be raptured. So one day, I went to the Lord and said, Lord, what she did to me was so... Uh, I'm so bitter that I, I can't even go to confront her to ask her. It's very painful. But I'm willing to forgive her if you will give me the grace. And the Lord said, I will give you the grace, but you have an assignment to do. I said, Lord, what's the assignment? You begin to pray for her from today. <laughs> oh, my, oh my goodness. I said, Lord, you, you begin to pray for her. When you begin to pray for her, pray for her repentance, pray for her good, I'm going to soften your heart. Because already my heart, oh, my heart was already, oh, I was held in, I was held in on that slippery down pathway to hell. Hatred and malice can make Christians go off the faith. Uh, you know that kind of prayer I began to run. Oh Lord, you told me to pray for her sister. I pray for her. Lord, forgive her sister. I'm forgiving her. Oh, oh Lord, it's painful to me. He said, I know it's painful. Oh, give me the grace to forgive her, oh Lord. Give me the grace. Bless her. 
give her a good husband, give her prosper her. I begin to <laughs> every day I was praying this prayer. Beloved, do you know that within some weeks, within some weeks, my heart began to melt and began to be light, began to be light. And I began to find a kind of peace and joy coming in my life. Do not let anyone take away your peace. Do not let anyone push you out of that church, out of your service of God, out of that ministry, out of that place you are doing your work for God. Do not let anybody push you out of your marriage, out of your family home. Forgive. So when I saw the sister, uh, this time I looked at her, yeah. I smiled at her. How are you? She never came to say, I am sorry. Until after four good years. Beloved, it took four years to make this sister to realize what she has done or even to open up her heart to say, Brother, I am sorry. And the day she came, Oh my goodness, she was weeping and rolling on the ground and crying. I said, why are you crying? Oh, forgive me. Oh, forgive me. I, I said, look, I forgave you four years ago. Four good years ago. You don't wait for them to come and say, I'm sorry. So may never say, I'm sorry until Christ comes. So may never say, I'm sorry until one year, two years, or, or throughout their lifetime. And if you keep this thing, you can't go forward. You can't get forward. I am telling you, beloved, forgive, forget, let go, and you're going to fly. I say you're going to fly to your destiny. You're going to fly to glory in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. So that was why the Lord uh, uh, commanded us in in that book of Colossians chapter 3, and uh, is a commandment. And when we obey the commandment of God, there is blessing forevermore. You see that sister, our letter related very well. And I you know, and I, I, I was very glad. In, in, I forgot everything. And we're doing well, isn't up to now. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 3, verse, uh, uh, verse number 12. You with me? Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. If any man had a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 14. And above all these things, put on charity, that's love, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule your hearts, to the which also you are called in one body, and be you thankful. Praise God. The peace of God ruled in my heart. Okay, since after that day, I learned from the Lord to be prepared. Like the shock absorber of a vehicle is always prepared for bombs and thumbs, you know. Go, go, go. You're driving. Go, 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 go. go. Uh, well, I'm talking much of a, you know, a... a you know, roads that are bumpy, you know. The shock of Zava is already ready to take up all the shocks. So remember, in every relationship, even when you're married and the marriage is the sweetest, oh, and, and you love your uh, your spouse to thy kingdom, come and uh, uh, he, he loves you, he loves you. Remember, there will be 
there's going to be a day of misunderstanding. There's going to be a day that you people don't agree. There's going to be some incidences one day or the other that will come up. Please do not allow your anger or your annoyance or your heart go beyond the night. Even as couples, please forgive one another. Forgive immediately. Don't allow it. Don't start counting. I think I did that in one of our postcasts previously uh, uh, on marriages. You don't start counting. You did this. You did. Know how you speak. Please control yourself. Control yourself. How you speak. I'm going to give uh, up to one, two, three, four things we're going to do before we pray. Amen. So number one, be prepared for offenses. Like I said, offenses will come. Jesus said offenses will come. Okay. Be prepared, okay, that once in a while things like this can come up, okay. I'm preparing myself, even before they offend me, I have made myself ready to forgive. If they don't want to say, I'm sorry, I'm not going to wait for their, I'm sorry, because I want to make heaven. I want my prayers to be answered. I don't want the devil to take hold of me. I don't want the evil seed of malice to to, to hinder me to destroy my Christian life. So be prepared to forgive, okay? Aha. Uh-huh. Then secondly, okay, be poised, you know. Be also be prepared to let the person who is hurting you to know he or she is hurting you. You know, that's the process. Unless such a person is inaccessible to the extent that he or she is doing it in a way that if, you're, if you go to uh, uh, tell him or her you, you are holding me and he's going to increase or it just go back to God. God is going to lead you. Amen. I didn't go to that sister that time because I knew that if I went, she's not going to, you know, she's not going to accept anything. It's going to blow up. So I cast everything to God in prayers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you have to. Uh, the Bible said in uh, in Luke chapter 17 verse 3, Luke 17, 3, that if, if that your brother offends you and comes to say, I am sorry, forgive. If he or she didn't come to say, I'm sorry, still forgive. Hallelujah. Okay. The third one, be prayerful when you're hot. Be very prayerful. Go to the Lord in prayers. After those years, uh, uh, some uh, I think that was two years ago, someone hurt me. Oh, my God. I don't know whether someone has walked away, walked out of your life, you know, walked out of your ministry, uh, 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 did things, betrayed. Oh, God of Jacob, I was weeping. I was crying like a baby unto the Lord. I said, oh, God, you have to comfort me. I can't believe this can happen. I can't believe that such a person can do such to me. And when it's more painful is that you are harmless. You never did them wrong. It's just like it's the work of the enemy. I went and prayed. I went and prayed. I give God the glory. I give God the glory. The enemy couldn't bring a seed of malice or annoyance. Uh, to God be the glory I forgave. And I'm flying beyond those incidences that made such a person to, you know, to behave such a way. I don't know whether we can continue this episode next time because I really have a lot to speak here. Okay, uh, number four, uh, be patient to allow God to lead you to work things out. Don't act rashly. Okay? The Lord of God 
is the one that knows how to handle situations like this. He's a merciful God. He knows how to take you out of it. In fact, in Daniel chapter 9 verse 9, Daniel chapter 9 verse 9 said, To the Lord our God belongeth mercy and forgiveness. Amen. He knows how to get you back to your feet. He knows how to let you know that that person that walked out of your life, your life, your life is hidden in Christ. Christ is the pillar of your heart, life. Okay, that person is not indispensable because they may devil will may do it so that if you do it, I'm going to die. If you do it, I'm not going to live again. If you do it, nobody, nobody, Christ is the anchor of your life. You, he's going to give you a new beginning. He's going to give you better friends. He's going to give you better family. Hallelujah. To the Lord our God belongeth mercy and forgiveness. So that means outside God, there's no forgiveness, there's no mercy. Outside the Lord God of heaven, outside true Christianity, there's no forgiveness. So remember that the mercies of the Lord, the mercies of the Lord will always be with you. Amen. Uh, so the, the fifth one is that be smart. Be very, very smart <laughs> to forgive and let go. Amen. You know, before in Acts chapter 24, verse 16, Acts 24 verse 16. This thing I'm telling you is something that you will be prepared every time. You know, Paul said, I exercise myself. Okay? He exercises himself. Let me let me read from the book of Acts, uh, from the mouth of Paul. Someone gave Paul a slap. Okay? The servant of the high priest gave Paul a kind of slap. Uh, in Africa, they call it dairy slap. The one that you can slap someone far away, okay? Someone far away will hear the sound, okay? Okay, look at uh, Acts chapter 24, verse uh, 16. This is what helped Paul when in the past he was given that slap. And now he was talking to... uh, Preaching to uh, uh, this wonderful man they call Felix. He's a governor. Paul is telling the governor, the reason why I can go through all that I'm, I'm going through, uh, the Jews have pursued me, they have flogged me, they have beaten me near to death more than two times. There are many things. Every time my life is in danger, why is it that I'm still moving forward? Why is it that Paul is still moving up in the ministry. God is still using him. God is still serving him. Look at this in verse 16. And herein do I exercise myself to have always a conscience void of offense toward God and towards men. Hallelujah. You know, it's like an exercise. Paul said, I exercise myself as a daily routine. Like some of us, we go to gym, we jog to, you know, keep our body, you know. Yeah, so it's a daily exercise that Paul said he's doing. I make sure that my conscience will be void of offense. I will not offend God. I will not offend my fellow man. I will not even allow, I will not even allow the offenses of people to make me to turn back, to turn into hatred, to turn into malice, to change from the life that Christ has given unto me. Hallelujah. So right now we're in a society where, you know, a tooth for a tooth, an eye for an eye. 
Uh, all the video games people are, uh, uh, most of the video games is shoot and kill and, you know, wrestle and, you know, it, it, that is not the Christian way. Okay. So let us be smart to forgive, to let go so that the peace of God will be in our lives, so that our health will not be impaired. Okay. So that we can fly to higher ground and our heavenly walk will be smooth. Hallelujah. So we will keep on praying that God will soften the heart of anybody that is putting hurt in your life. And maybe you're having some hurt this day. We're going to pray. Look at Christ in Mark chapter 23, verse 34. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He was in pain. He was on the cross. He has been flogged. All his body has been bruised. You look, uh, nailed in his left hand, in his right hand was nailed to the wood. And the legs were nailed also. He was hanging in, in a kind of excruciating pain that is uh, un, uh, unimaginable here uh, in, in, in this part of the, uh, of the universe. He was in that pain. They, they, you know, they, they were spitting on him. They were telling him, if you are the son of God, come down from the cross. And there's a lot of things they were doing to Christ. And he looked down and said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Hallelujah. May God forgive those who hurt you, for they know not what they do. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray this day for your children who are going into hurt, who have been hurt so deeply. Heal their wounds, O God. Forgive them. Give them the grace to forgive even those who have offended them. And you're going to make their life better. That even those people in years to come will see your glory. Father, this is the work of the Holy Spirit. I commit you into the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit to guide you through this very period. Jesus is always there for you. He is Jehovah Emmanuel. He knows your pain. He knows your grief. He knows that you are innocent. You didn't do nothing. Even if you have offended such people, you are ready to call to reconcile, but they don't want. They can't run your life down. You have to fly. Forgive them. Let go. Fly like an eagle. And sing with me the song that says, I'm pressing on the upward wind. New heights I'm gaining. Mean every day while see I'm being my song shall resound. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Lord, lift me up and let me stand. By faith on heaven stable Well love and joy and light above Lord plant your feet on high ground The Lord bless you you have overcome in the name of Jesus.